0: What is up everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Spectators. We're back, as always. Another Monday, another dollar. I'm Julian Osius. I'm here in Brooklyn. How you doing, brother?
1: I'm doing good, bro. Right before we started recording, our Instagram just hit 250 followers. So make sure you go check that out, at underscore The Spectators. We got some sports dates set, some uh, schedules set some trade well not trades but some signings Mm -hmm. it's looking good how you doing bro i'm doing real good um definitely excited for for all the the new
0: stuff and the the dates being set is a really uh good sign and i'm i'm really looking forward to all the the stuff going on we we got some as you said some free agents and i think that's how we're actually going to start off today so we're going to start off with the nfl one of the biggest free agents of the year former MVP, former Carolina Panther and Auburn Tiger national champion, the one and only Superman Cam Newton himself, is now going to New England with Bill Belichick and the Patriots to
1: replace Tom Brady. Yeah, man, this came out of nowhere like an RKO last night. We were just chilling, getting everything ready, talking about what we going to go over for tomorrow, and boom, this bomb gets dropped on us. And, man, is it a bomb. Honestly, it's it's wild, too, because uh, the Patriots
0: lose Tom, and they don't really have a quarterback to really replace him. They have uh, Stidman, mm-hmm. who's like, all right, and he's really just a transitional quarterback. And the Patriots look like they're going to be in a rebuild, even with that great defense that they have, just because without the leadership at quarterback, it's going to be tough to win games, especially with the AFC, how loaded it is right now with Lamar and you got Mahomes, and you got mm-hmm. Josh Allen on the rise in that division. Um, you know, the AFC looks A lot pretty of talent. good. And A lot of so talent. To, for them to go out and get who I thought at, at the beginning of all this was the best free agent quarterback available, obviously besides like Drew Brees, but that, that didn't really count, uh, mm-hmm. the best free agent quarterback available, and he was the last one picked which, again, makes no sense. Uh, this is just such a big, massive W for the Patriots. I think if they can somehow get Cam to be healthy, and I think, you know, he hasn't played in like a year and a half, so the chance that he's healthy is higher than it would have been had he played that this last half of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, if he's healthy and he, he has that confidence, that swag, that we know Cam Newton has. That vintage oh, Cam. boy.
1: Oh, that boy. That vintage cam in a great system. In a great He's shine, system, man. And they don't. He's going to absolutely shine. Yeah, and they don't have the best weapons
0: right now, but that's never held bag cam before. It's not like Carolina was putting um, Michael Thomas out there for him every week. Uh, <laughs> it really wasn't until the end where he even got uh, McCaffrey, and that's a running back that he had to throw to more often than not just because the team didn't quite. Uh, give him what he what they needed and so uh he's not unfamiliar with this type of situation but he uh it's it's gonna be brand new playing for the best coach of all time and uh, ooh, i'm excited i'm so excited
1: yeah man it's gonna be great it's gonna be so dope to like see him strive because like in a sense he's kind of been held back a little bit in carolina like, you have the MVP season, you go to the Super Bowl, and then since then it's just kind of been lackluster. Yeah. But now you get put in this, where they will set you up for greatness. There's no question about it. And now you have a Tom Brady-type offense, but mobile. Oh, yeah. With so the that just brings it to a who whole other level.
0: I mean, he leads the NFL in, like, broken tackles since uh, 2011 as a quarterback. Obviously not like a running back or something who's always breaking tackles. But as a quarterback, Mm -hmm. and that's just something that Tom didn't do out there. And the Patriots O-line wasn't necessarily the best last season. um, And Tom was still, like, okay. So now imagine Mm -hmm. a guy who is a little bit more mobile and has, like, some And Cam needs the protection. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it's like an Andrew Luck situation. or That protection is, like, a necessity right now because there was a time and there's some rules that are in place now because some people were going specifically hard after Cam to try and knock those legs out from him. Mm-hmm. And he never really had the protection that he needed to make those rules kind of count. Honestly, he was still getting hit a bunch every game. And uh, I th- I think now is a, a really good opportunity for a redemption story that we would all love to see because... I know. Oh, it's gonna be so dope. Everybody that was a big Cam Newton fan, obviously, there's a lot of people that don't like Cam. They don't like um, his dances in the end zone, how like excited yeah. he gets. So he's he's a little bit of a show off when he's doing well, but that's part of what makes him so exciting. He's he's like a spark mm-hmm. plug. Superman for a reason. Oh yeah, and so everybody that likes him is just so excited for this comeback. And I don't yeah. think he'll be a week one starter. Just you know, playbook stuff. It's a little late in the off season. Um, maybe not even week two, but when he gets that start, because it's gonna happen. I don't believe that Stidman or whoever else they have in that quarterback room is half as talented as Cam Newton.
1: Oh, no question about it. So
0: he's gonna make his way on that field. It's a matter yeah. of what week and whether or not the Patriots are already in the doghouse for the season or not. Because <laughs> if he comes in on week six and they're zero and six, you know it's gonna be tough. Yeah. But If he comes in, they're one and one or they're 2-0 or something of that nature. I think the entire dynamic of the AFC that we thought coming into the season with Tom leaving oh, man. is completely changed. got flipped changed. on its head. Completely
1: changed. Got flipped on his head. Co- its head. Because, again, be you're giving the best man. defense
0: in the league a quarterback that has the upside, of, as much upside as anybody else in this league, maybe outside of Mahomes you
1: got Lamar there too but yeah i feel it Absolutely. well i mean
0: think about what cam newton's mvp season was it was very similar to lamar jackson's yeah it was very similar and cam had half the weapons Facts. so um again like just ceiling wise i think the only guy like in, a, in his own league is mahomes everybody else cam cam coming for you if if he can figure it out. I mean, there's a lot of ifs, and that's that's a big thing here. And it's uh good
1: to note that they only have him for a one-year deal. So and it's an incentive-based contract. It's a content. high high reward, low risk. This is great for the Patriots. Oh yeah, everybody involved this is great because this is really the last team that
0: could have given him like an opportunity. Mhm. And uh I remember like he got released and I don't know if I tweeted them. I'm actually interested to see it. Like, go back and check if I tweeted it. I'm pretty sure I said, like, Cam Newton to the Patriots confirmed. I, I like, knew it was happening because it, it made so much sense in every way.
1: Yeah, everybody felt it deep in their bones. Especially, <laughs> like, it was the, kind of the like Patriot when Josh Gordon was going to go there, too. Everybody knew it was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But,
0: you know, so I'm but, excited for that. Um, I think the NFL landscape could be very, very different than expected. I thought the Patriots were going to be pretty mediocre this year, and now I have them probably winning that division again if they start Cam before the season's over. <laughs> Honestly, I, th- I think it's that much of a an impact.
1: Yeah. But also, to add to this in typical Patriots fashion... We got some uh, spicy news for them on the on the bad end. If you uh look back to week 14 last season for a Bengals I think uh, I can't remember who they were playing, but it was a Bengals game. We were Bengals. Patriots were recording the sideline got caught what's new. And uh punishments finally got put down. 1.1 million dollar fine and a 2021 uh Third round pick? Yeah, third round pick got taken away. So, a a relatively
0: uh, harsh, but also not at the same time. I don't really know how you're supposed to punish something like this. They were definitely cheating because they were recording their sideline. You're just not allowed to do that. It's just in the rules. You can't do it. But, yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited um, to see them lose that pick.
1: I really am (laughs) because you don't deserve it, okay? But one million dollars, mm-hmm. that's nothing. That's nothing. Like the third round pick, alright, it, it holds a little bit because the Patriots love finding those late round gems. But they're just gonna find some way to get another third round pick from somebody. So it is Oh what yeah, it is. you know they're gonna
0: finagle some nonsense third round pick with like a compensation draft that they somehow take from like the Dolphins or yeah. mm-hmm. But you know exactly. it, it's a punishment that feels like it suits the crime unlike some another sport that gave out punishments not too re- or far ago that we'll get into that sport in just a little bit But mm-hmm. um, mm, 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 mm. But anyway moving on we're gonna switch gears to a sport that is coming up a lot sooner than the NFL that also had a free agent signing we're just gonna touch on this but then we're gonna get into the schedule and everything that this upcoming uh Remainder of the season has to offer. So, uh, the Los Angeles Lakers picking up uh, LeBron's long lost best friend. <laughs> uh, the, the man himself, uh, JR. The R. late game Spil- hero. <laughs> the, uh, just the Mr. Shoot His Shot himself. Yes, sir. Uh, the Lakers pick him up, and I don't know if this is a good thing, I don't know if it's a bad thing. Honestly, he hasn't played in a long time. He, he wasn't on the team towards the end of the season.
1: Um,
0: you know, who knows?
1: If he's in, in the same shape, breath, nobody has. So, if this is the time for somebody who hasn't played in a while to come back and yeah. ball, this is definitely it. Yeah, and, and at his best,
0: he can be a legitimate bench scorer that can kind of alleviate the load of Andrew, or not Andrew, um, of... LeBron and everybody over there, and um, at the worst, he could hold on to the ball when he shouldn't be. Uh, <laughs>
1: That—that's my favorite part about this is the reunion. Between the reunion and after and like the
0: dreaded uh, attempted. <laughs> like, oh man, Jr. Just what a character he's—he's uh, he's been his whole career. He's been a character, and this just follows the script written out for his career just so to a tee lebron goes to the lakers there's a lockout pseudo lockout because of a virus and out of the woodwork like batman comes jr smith to
1: save the day now you have to thank uh, avery bradley for choosing to sit out for even the possibility of jr being welcomed to this los angeles so thank
0: you mr avery um, Lakers fans are probably not as excited for Avery sitting out because he, he was a pretty good asset to that yeah. team this season but he's looking out for himself and his family. you gotta understand and respect that
1: which there's a, a good handful of players around the league and I'm sure as we get closer there's gonna be more and yeah, you it's, have just, to respect it's it. crazy to see somebody from like a championship team do it
0: though that's what's kind of crazy yeah. like, The Lakers are probably yeah. the one or two like team expected to win it all.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And for every brother to sit out, it's like ooh, like Wilson Chandler's sitting out for the Nets, but the Nets aren't getting past the first round if if they even make the
1: playoffs. I, I mean, I imagine they will, but yeah, we'll probably we'll make the playoffs probably, but yeah, I, I don't see us going deep unless they just go Cinderella mode. And but you know that
0: doesn't happen. But if it does, and it that's could crazy. happen
1: with one of these uh, low tier teams, yeah, it's not I, if out it of the does, question. I think for... it's from a West team,
0: obviously. Like mm-hmm. the West is just so loaded, but yeah. So, like, Wilson Chandler, as the example, just that kind of makes more sense. If um, yeah. if somebody else from, like, the Wizards or the Suns decided they wanted to sit out, I would get it. But if, if, like, somebody from the Rockets or the Bucks, it's just, like, I get it. I feel you. I respect your decision. But it's a little head-scratching uh, when you have an opportunity to win a championship. But in hindsight, like, a championship means nothing compared to, like, the health and safety of your family. So, Again, absolutely. I, I get it. I understand it.
1: Shout out. And to there's people hating on it, but it's like, how how can you hate on it in these circumstances? Yeah, like it, you're not the. It just it just feels a little there. weird from a competitive standpoint. Is the only. It thing. is. It definitely is. Because
0: you have a you have an opportunity that isn't always given, and, that, and that's the only. Um, you right quote unquote. Because I don't even have an issue with it, but if I were to have one, it would be competitive standpoint but i also don't particularly care too much
1: because it's bigger than basketball absolutely we're lucky that we're even gonna be getting it absolutely and staying on the topic of the uh those eight seeds
0: so we have a little playoff tournament quote unquote uh going on with the eighth and the ninth seed may it Mm -hmm. come down to this so the nba is coming back right And they're bringing back 13 teams from the West and 9 teams from the East. And if the 9th seed, when all the games are played, I believe they're playing 8 games before the playoffs start. When all those are said and done, if there is a 4-game difference between the 8th and the 9th seed, the 8th seed just gets in, no questions asked. Here you go. Congratulations. You're in the playoffs. Now, if there is fewer, or 4 or fewer games between the 8th and the 9th seed, then they're going to play a two-game playoff between the 8th and the ninth seed. And it will require the ninth seed to win both of those games to then overtake the 8th seed and become the 8th seed and make the actual playoffs. I know that might sound confusing. I swear it makes sense. I promise. (laughs) Uh, Just just think, like, (laughs) if they're within the threshold, which is four games at the end of the season, they have an opportunity to win two think best of three or think like a double elimination tournament and they have to win both games to double eliminate the team ahead of them but the AC just has to win one of those you know that's like the best way I, I think i can describe that and that's a, definitely an interesting way i like that just because there is such a difference in some of these teams in in terms of uh record and they're missing mm-hmm. out on all the extra games to make up that difference so they're giving them a improbable, but an opportunity regardless to do it.
1: And those games are going to be electric, man.
0: Yeah, so this is definitely going to be um, a probably thing that happens in the West. I kind of imagine uh, it'll 100% happen in the West just because all those teams at the bottom are kind of jumbled close. Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, you know, that that's uh, a little bit more drama, an extra round worth of drama that I'm kind of here for.
1: Especially if we get a Zion-Ja Morant matchup, oh, man. Ooh, baby. That'll be fun. Oh, oh yeah. That, that's what I'm shooting for. That, that's what I want. Well, I'm hoping Ja doesn't even
0: have to be in that. I'm hoping he wants to be in, like, a six seed. <laughs> that'll be nuts, too. But That'll be nuts, too. I think just the, the playoffs are going to be a lot of fun in general. Uh, But before we get ahead of ourselves with the playoffs, we have the NBA returning, right? July 30th is the first day back. And we have the 30th and the 31st schedule. We have the whole schedule, essentially. But I'm just going to run the first five games by you guys real quick, all right? Yeah. So July 30th, we have opening day, quote-unquote opening day, the Utah (laughs) Jazz versus the New Orleans Pelicans at uh, 6.30. And then we have the L.A. Clippers versus the L.A. Lakers at 9.
1: What a way to kick it off prime So we time. got
0: like a kind of interesting matchup between two potential playoff. I mean, everybody's a potential playoff team. But two very yeah. interesting teams with the Jazz and the Pelicans. And then we got mm-hmm. those two powerhouses to really ring in this uh, brought back and resurrected season. Uh, the, the Clippers Man. and the Lakers, that's just going to be so much fun. Even though they're a little it's gonna out gonna of be shape. Nuts. I don't care. Uh, That's just gonna be so good, Anthony Davis, and and LeBron versus (laughs) versus Kawhi. I'm just and Paul George, like man,
1: it's gonna be nuts. It's It's been so long. I'm like
0: forgetting who's on these teams. That's (laughs) That's what I'm saying, bro. (laughs) I'm like trying to think like who's here, and I'm just like trying to get back in the rhythm. It's tough. Uh, So on day two, you can imagine how it is for them. (laughs) Day two, we got it's July 30th, and we got three games slated. At 4, 6.30, and 9. So that seems like it's going to be the pattern. It's probably going to be at 1.30, 4, 9 are going to be like the time slots for these games. Mm-hmm. We got the Memphis Grizzlies versus the Portland Trailblazers, who are my sleeper pick to make a run is the Trailblazers. Uh, they're healthy now, so watch out. Uh, then we got the Boston Celtics versus the Bucks, the two of the big dogs in the East going right af- at it. And then we got the da- uh, the Texas battle in the Houston Rockets
1: versus the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, definitely, Just that Bucks Celtics game, game is the one most exciting to me. I think the Bucks are gonna roll through that one, but that Texas matchup—that's the one I'm looking forward to. That's yeah, gonna be get dope. to see Chris Stops and our boy Luka Doncic. Yes, sir. Against, against another beard and Brody, darn
0: good duo. Yeah, the beard and Brody. Yes, sir. So that's gonna be fun and. Uh, I think guys like those two in particular are really going to benefit. I think if there was ever a year for James Harden to come out and win a championship, it's right now. This is because it. he's usually exhausted by the playoffs. His shots just don't find the bottom of the bucket because he's been doing it all year. Now is his opportunity to be fresh for the playoffs. And if he
1: plays like he does in the regular season, they are going to be an absolute problem. And the thing is with the Rockets, they're a typical ISO ball type of team, and in an environment where we're not really gonna have too much chemistry within the teams that are playing at oh, least yeah, early, yeah, they're gonna and a stretch. Mm-hmm. This ISO ball is gonna come into play, man, for the Rockets. And if if they could shoot, and they're proven that they can, but they fall into their slumps, and when they do, they're bad. But if they could stand true to it and hit the shots, man. Oh, it, it's dangerous. It's straight up dangerous, and people gotta watch out because the rockets are gonna be coming, and they're not something to play with. That's that's
0: facts. Um, if you know who, if you know me at all, you know I'm a big James Harden fan, so I would love to see mm-hmm. that. Uh, yeah, Harden's dope, man. Yeah, you know, uh, obviously he has a lot of haters. That's fine. Don't care. Don't want to hear you. Don't don't. He plays within the game. Not here you, you for the can't slander. can't hate on a man I'm playing not within here the for game.
1: slander. Okay. Just cuz the refs getting him giving him calls. That's not his fault. Not here for it. You're going to take it too if they giving it to you. Mm-hmm. Don't hate. Now, then, uh, we got some dates for uh mm-hmm. the off-season and all the other extracurricular stuff the NBA got going on, obviously, the 30th and 31st, season restarts. Uh the draft lottery, August 25th. So we get them young boys seeing where they could be going. Uh, October twelfth is the latest date for the NBA Finals that it could be played. October fifteenth is the NBA Draft, so quick back turnaround that. right there. Back to back. We got three days right there, and then December first, next season opening night. So quick turnaround.
0: And the, the cool it's thing about be the basketball, December...
1: basketball, basketball,
0: mm-hmm. we're gonna have it for a long time. So don't worry, y'all. Uh, the mm-hmm. one thing I'm really excited for about this like adjustment with the NBA starting in December I think that's gonna mm-hmm. be the new norm now I think we're gonna I think Adam silver has been pushing for that to begin with to start the year a little bit later mm-hmm. I, th- I think he wants to like, get out of the shadow of the NFL like the NBA starts in yeah. like the thrust of the NFL season uh same thing with the NHL but the NHL kind of has its own little niche audience I don't really care about the NFL um mm-hmm. I think basketball and football have like intersecting fan bases that yeah they go hand-to-hand and just some people just don't care about the first half of the nba season and this way starting the year a little bit later you're gonna care about the nba season because that's about all you're gonna have yep nfl's over oh we're we're three games into the nba let's go
1: perfect my team's still in it amazing and we've been talking about uh the possibility for uh, leagues to take this opportunity to change their schedule a little bit earlier during the lockdown and stuff. So it's been brewing, and the opportunity's there. So we'll see if they take it and they stick with it. Because it, it, I, I definitely think it's going to be better in the long run. Because having all the sports uh, overlapping, like there's one time during the year that you have all four major sports going on at one time, football, baseball, basketball, and hockey. So if you're a fan of all of those, it's tough. <laughs> yeah. It's tough. It, it's
0: definitely tough. Especially with like again, NFL being in just mid-season form, baseball in playoff form. So like if you're yeah. more if you like those two, you're probably focused on those two more. So just NBA takes a back burner and it just does. And even though it's super exciting and the NBA is to me my favorite league as a whole, uh I'm just not focused mm-hmm. on it
1: in October. I'm just not yeah, like you catch a game every now and then. You'll catch your team's games, and that's the thing. I'll catch my team's games, but I'm not watching the Bucks
0: in October. I'm just not doing it. No. even though they're great, like it just doesn't matter. I feel it. So new December start date. I think that's fantastic. I think that'll stick yeah. if he has the uh, the ability to make that stick. I think that December January start date is what is going to be the the new standard.
1: A hundred percent. Uh, hope, yeah, we'd like I it hope... to be in December so we still keep the Christmas Day games. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, one thing I hope is not the
0: new standard is uh, we got some start dates for the MLB. And that's we good. have the 60-game the season is set. 40 games are playing against their division. The other 20 against the, that same division but in the other league. So American League mm-hmm. East plays the East and the NL East, and that's it. Um, and we got... That coming back actually before the NBA, believe it or not, it took all this time to get um, something figured out, and now the MLB's is coming back first, which is just wild to me. Uh, <laughs> July twenty third and twenty fourth are the two opening days, right? If we ever have an opening, to
1: spring training July first, so we're yeah, right so here. That's that's like Wednesday.
0: Mm -hmm. so that's right around the corner I know like Aaron Judge said something about he just got back into New York and he's all excited I'm sure everybody's all excited Um, I hope this isn't the new normal because we're in the at the end of July Uh, just starting to get some baseball so please don't make that a thing anymore (laughs) Uh, I'll take it for this year though thank you Uh, Universal DH is a thing hopefully that sticks Uh, carryover has to happen if it doesn't Bad league, bad Manfred.
1: We've known that, though, Manfred. You stinky. Yeah. Manfred's a bum. Absolutely But universal bum. DH, man, That that's huge. It's going to be great this, for baseball.
0: This extra inning great. rule, I think, is really, really interesting. It reminds me a lot of, like, it's like, it's like an AAU Little League rule. I think this is actually in Little League. Um, yeah. But I don't hate it just because we want to get these games over with. I understand that. We don't want to have 13, 14-inning games when they're playing 60 games in 80 days. Yeah. So, runner starts on second base at the start of each half inning in extra innings.
1: So, now I you're going to get more like, runs. I wonder who that runner is. Is it like the it's next man the, up it's in the order? It's probably the, the, the last order? batter it, out. So, the one that just got out, you just stick him at second base? Yeah, the next you on him at second base. That way... If, that, that makes sense. Yeah, there's not a big chance. Like, No, there's literally
0: no chance that he's still on base and he's still up to hit. Yeah. So that's, that's the best way to do it. That's the way it was done in Little League, I remember. And if you like, watch the
1: Little League World Series, that's kind of the, the vibe we're getting with that. I understand the not wanting to play too many long games where it's a marathon, you're playing 18 innings, two games worth of baseball. I get that. But, like, Bring in a tie for this. Just let the maximum innings played be eleven, twelve innings. Nobody oh, I'm not, I'm not wins a fan of by that. then. I'm not a fan of that. And I like this it. because
0: it'll score more runs and it'll make something happen. Like this makes. Yeah. I think ties in baseball don't make sense. Like there's too many games. I don't being think ties played. in any
1: sport makes sense, but in the situation that we're in, you gotta. Well, take I, I, like what you for, do. I like ties for. I like ties for soccer. I think it makes sense for the
0: most part. You still get points because uh, they're, they're yeah. a points-based uh, table. Uh, hockey is somewhat similar. You don't get ties, but if you go to OT, you get a point. So that I like that too. Um, but baseball just would not make sense that you throw a guy for nine innings and then there's not a win or a loss. like that. There's too much like strain on the bodies to be going out there and just tying. Um, this just really speeds up the the extra inning process one hit could win a game is it unfortunate a little bit but every team is going to have it also so i'm
1: not against it in any way but now what's to stop it from still going 18 innings what if the bats are just on fire and they're just knocking in the runner from second every single time Well, that's just unfortunate
0: and that's just kind of the way it's going to (laughs) go but i think if the bats are on fire by that point, we're, we're not going into extra innings. Exactly, like I yeah. don't think that particular situation is super plausible. I mean, it might happen, and if it does happen, then I'm here for the free baseball. <laughs> but
1: yeah, you know,
0: it it definitely speeds up the process of getting that extra inning game over with, especially if it's like a one nothing
1: or one one like pitching duel type of deal. Now the thing is, they've been trying to implement this for a while and I'm scared that they're going to like it and they're going to keep it when baseball be- is back to normal. Because I definitely don't want it past Corona era with the runner on second base. But they're definitely advocating for it. I mean,
0: if the players are down for it, then I'm not against it, honestly.
1: But yeah, but maybe, maybe at like a certain point, in extras you do it but I don't know we'll see what happens with that hopefully they steer away from it but it's cool for now in the situation that we're in um moving on to trade deadline normally July 31st they push it back a month to August 31st so give people a little extra time figure out what they want to do um season is gonna begin with a 30-man active roster instead of the 26 that we were gonna have brand new to this year instead of being the 25 that baseball normally is um and then will be reduced to the 26 at the end of the first month so we still get it but you're able to start with some fresh legs give everybody a chance to really get into gear and all that and not just oh go out there play every single game for this month deal with it And then piggybacking off
0: of that, there's a quote-unquote player pool of eligible players. Um, So you you have your 40-man roster and, like, a 20-player, like, taxi squad. And the taxi squad, if somebody gets hurt, it kind of acts like a minor league system where you can drop one, pull up the other. And uh, that's kind of cool just so there's not, like, this random free agent pool that you can pick from. It's still people in your organization. So I
1: like that. And we got a pretty hefty list of uh, COVID precautions and procedures that they're going to be following. Uh, Players and personnel will be tested every other day. So keep that going. Antibody testing will be conducted once per month. Uh, Players will receive temperature systems twice per day. Uh, Going off the taxi squad, they're going to have a... COVID-19-related injured list. So instead of the injured list, you're going to have the Rona boys. <laughs> the Rona Get boys. Get that going. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> this one is uh, kind of funny. Players and personnel not participating in the game will sit in the stands at least six feet apart. So we're going to have fans. <laughs> we're we'll going to have, have fans, fans in the little stands. little bit. They'll have some
0: walkie-talkies, <laughs> and they'll be on a big Zoom call. <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but uh that now, That's smart. Uh, Keep it separated as much as possible.
1: And now this last one. Any player who tests positive for COVID-19 will not be allowed to return until he tests negative twice. I like that. I like that a lot. So
0: there's still, so there's, in other words, there's still a possibility to come back. You mm -hmm. just got to be super negative. Not just negative, but super negative. I like that. That's good that's really absolutely nice. um, but but that's uh that's baseball coming back so or not even coming back that's baseball starting NBA's coming back baseball starting up uh, the end of July is jam-packed uh, finally and July is just fun, around man. the corner so you know you got one month to get ready get your favorite jerseys up up cleaned washed off get I'm a glad you bring up jerseys
1: it. because well, uh, the NBA on? and the NBA PA, decided to allow players to replace the names on the back of their jerseys with uh, some social justice statements that they want to put. Whatever that may be. You've seen uh, players wear the I can't breathe uh, shirts in the past. Those could very much be on the back of the jersey. Whatever statements they want for something they believe in goes on the back of the jersey. So that's kind of cool. I like that.
0: Yeah, that that's awesome. And uh,
1: shout out to uh, them
0: letting them use their platform, and
1: great league. Yeah, well, letting their players have a voice. Great honestly, league, it
0: really is. So, Manfred, Manfred, you can learn a thing or two, please. Or please, or and thank you. Yeah, for the sake of baseball, please. Yeah. Also, don't let the base and N- N- B- oh, What am I talking about? Don't let the MLB <laughs> coming back distract you from the fact that we are shaming the Astros all season. When you see all the season. Astros playing, we are booing. They aren't coming to New York this year, and they are lucky. They're not going to L.A. this year, and they are lucky. They got spared, man. But they are going to Anaheim, Oakland, Seattle, Texas, Arizona, Colorado, San Diego, and San Francisco. Let them be
1: heard. And if you see an Astros fan, jersey, hat, whatever, let let them have it. Let them have it. Nobody's Nobody safe. safe. Nobody's safe. Nobody's safe. Nobody's safe. Three-year-old, kid, let them have it. Little kid, boo them. Grandma, boo them. They don't deserve I it. I don't care. Let them Everybody. have it.
0: Everybody. Okay? Everybody. <laughs> Nobody's safe. And with that, we thank you, as always, for listening. Unless you're an Astros fan. Then we appreciate your listening, but not your team. Um, thank you guys so much. Make sure to follow us on our at underscore the spectators on Twitter and Instagram. Again, we did just hit 250 followers on IG. So go show us some love as we are on the road to our next milestone at 500. Uh, we appreciate everything you guys have done for us so far, and we look forward to bringing you more content. Also, before we go, we did put out a tweet earlier today um, with an opportunity to become a writer for our blog, The Bench Warmer's Blog. So if you're interested in sports writing at any level, uh, shoot us a DM on Twitter and we'll get back to you and we'll figure something out. All right?
1: Absolutely. So take it easy, guys. Have a good one. We're out. Later, everybody. Be safe.